Hi, and thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. Uh, as always, we have Tim Regan, the founder at Prairie View with us, hey, and Katie Unlind, the head of marketing. Uh, today, we're going to start by talking about downsizing um, and simplifying in retirement. And what does that look like and what does that mean? Yeah, that's funny. There's a lot of times when clients will talk about, uh, boy, when we get rid of the kids, <laughs> uh, it, it'll be really nice if we can get to a smaller house where we can downsize. And uh, there are quite a few clients that come in and even say, man, that's going to be a big kind of windfall when we uh when we retire because we won't need the big house and the two stories and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it, it comes up quite often in our conversations. I feel like there can be a lot of different viewpoints on that. Like I remember when mom was considering downsizing after dad passed away, she was considering a townhouse. She took her a long time to figure out what does that look like and what, what do I want from that? And I remember there's pros of a townhouse. You don't have to do lawn maintenance, but then it's also a con. You don't have to do lawn maintenance. So yeah. it's kind of like going, you don't want to go from zero or a hundred to zero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like there's some balance of finding like, what do you want? And it's also kind of hard to, well, what can I do today versus what can I do in three to five years? Yeah. Kind of have to think. Well, and then you have the whole other side of it where I think it's kind of like Sarah, my wife that, uh, she's like, I like, the kids grew up here, right? right. How am I going to leave where the kids grew up? You know? Exactly. Uh, and then you have these pictures of grandkids coming and swimming in the swimming pool. The same and, pool. Yeah. And... You know, all that kind of stuff. And so uh, it is, it's, it's a very personal conversation. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times as we start to have it, uh, we start having the conversation around what does that lifestyle look like and what kind of lifestyle do you want to have? Um, similar to what you're talking about, you know, the, how do I go from a hundred percent of the yard work to no yard work right. and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. And so really a lot of times it starts to become a conversation around what do I want my life to look like? Um, and, and some of that even goes to things like, yeah, I like to have in the house and I like having the grandkids come over, but none of my kids live here. Right. You know? And so really, does it make sense for me to have a condo here and or a townhouse you know something smaller and really have the ability to travel and see for kids and grandkids uh, so a conversation alex and i have maybe every two months more so in the winter is why do we live in illinois yes 100%. <laughs> and he, he's always trying to throw scenarios at me to say okay if my job said i could relocate for six months then would you move <laughs> yeah. to Mexico with me? Or, <laughs> and I'm always like, no, my mom lives here. I have to stay close to my mom. But it's the same thing with kids. He said, okay, when we retire, then would you move? I'm like, well, I want my kids, our kids to come home. Yep. You know, I don't want, now we moved and they feel like, where do we, where do we go? go? Yeah, no, 100%. Um, and we're 30 and we're <laughs> thinking about, <laughs> thinking that. about yeah. that. So, and it's yeah. really complicated. Well, and a lot of times people think, uh, when they think about moving to a different house in retirement, they think downsize. But what we find a lot of times, and, and part of what they're thinking is that they're going to save money. They're going to sell the bigger house for more money that they than they spend on the next one. Uh, and a lot of times that's just simply not the case because what we find is the house might be slightly smaller in a footprint, uh, but some of the things that you want are more expensive. Uh, things like I want the really big family room, great room, dining room area that's all open uh, so that when the kids do come back with the grandkids, we can all have a place to to be. Uh, some of our clients that don't have kids still want that because they want to host their friends over sure. and, uh, and those types of things. And so it really kind of becomes a home that's built around entertaining. Mm -hmm. uh, and those things sometimes 
aren't really cheaper. Sometimes people are finding themselves actually spending more in retirement. Um, Or what I'm thinking is like, okay, this potentially is our last refrigerator. Let's get the nicest that's going to last us the longest. Or, okay, let's get an all brick ranch that has less maintenance. Absolutely. Or, you know. And it's funny you say that. I I remember we've, we've worked with a couple of clients that were looking to go to that ranch home. They didn't want a townhouse. They wanted a home. And as they went to do that, I was looking at the home that they were purchasing and it was probably, I don't know, we don't live in a very large house, but it's, it's a nice size home. And it was probably half of the square footage is our home, but the cost was 80% of our home. So it was not something that was all of a sudden much cheaper because those homes are in high demand uh, as well. So and then I feel like another piece is not only what do you want that house to look like? What do you want your lifestyle? But is it a retirement community or is it the town I'm currently in? Like that's yeah. another added piece that you don't have when you're younger. For sure. And that's where it kind of goes to what is the lifestyle that I'm looking to to lead? Because there are a lot of people that love that retirement community. Uh, and those are really nice where you've got uh, the golf course in, in the community and uh, a uh, pool and clubhouse and, you know, all of those outings, things, outings uh, that you can go and you can have this kind of built in community. We were just talking uh, with some clients yesterday who have a, a place down in Florida that they go to every year. And, and there it's a campground. They have a, a camper in the campground that's permanently there. And he, they were telling us how, when we're here, we do far more activities and far more physical things, even than when we're back home, because they've got a pickleball, mm-hmm. uh, and your friends man. that are two doors down saying, let's go. Let's go. That's right. They're like, we, we ride bikes on Wednesdays. We golf on mm-hmm. Tuesdays. They're like they have their whole schedule. And that's part of that lifestyle. You know, how can, how, what do I want that to look like and how social do I want it to be? Well, just a few episodes ago, we talked uh, to Kevin McGee from Smith Crossing mm-hmm. and he was saying, you know, it's funny how, when you think about retirement communities or senior living, you, it's, it feels like, oh. But that's not what it is anymore. Yeah. It can be. It can be so different. A hundred percent. And really be a community if that's what you're. What you're looking. What you're to looking do. to do. Yeah. And and what we find a lot of times is, uh, like we're talking about, where are the kids and that kind of stuff today. Sarah and I are experiencing that. You know, it seems like kids are going to be not here, uh, probably not super far away, but probably not here. It seems like they're all kind of getting comfortable where they're going to school and, and kind of settling there a little bit. And, and so now all of a sudden this, the home, we're lucky if that's the case, we're kind of centrally located still. Uh, so we could stay in our house, but part of it is, you know, even if the kids move away, this is where my friends are, this is where yeah. church is, this is, you know, so. And it's still your kid's home base. It is. You know, if you moved somewhere else now, like I was just saying, Alex and I were just talking about this the other night. If you, if we move somewhere else now, not only are our kids everywhere and we're somewhere else. And yeah. this isn't their home that they grew up in. So now yeah. it's like, are they likely to come to your new house? As who I as don't know. Yeah. Yeah, know. yeah. But but then on the flip side, you know, the other thing that's nice about that is it'll it gives you the opportunity to really design the the home that you live in for your lifestyle then. So for example, uh we're going through that phase of life where kids are kind of moving out and uh Pretty soon, I think, not pretty soon, a decade from now, we'll be empty nesters uh, once Grace is through school. Uh, but we're seeing, like, Lillian in Milwaukee, 
when they come in, they need a place to stay and they mm-hmm. want a place that is going to be comfortable and accommodating and kind of their own place. And so now we're like, well, we, we kind of can't downsize. We like yeah. it when they come in and they stay, but we really probably need to do some remodeling a little bit so that it's more conducive to them being comfortable to come and stay the night and right. or the weekend or whatever. And, uh, and so when we talk about a lot of times people, when they're planning on retirement, they think about, I'm going to downsize, I'm going to simplify, uh, I'm going to make things way easier, but really they start finding that becomes a much more complicated decision uh, than what they- It feels they like there's stages. Like you said, you're in the stage where you're they're just starting to leave, but then in 10 years, it's going to look so different yeah. again. Yeah. So it's kind of like one stage at a time and trying to figure out what does that Look like. look like yeah for sure well and i think you know you, you mentioned mom uh you know she's kind of got the perfect setup because they've got that separate part of the house where uh when kelly comes in town they can stay and they kind of feel like they have their own wing uh but yet she doesn't have to worry about accommodating all the kids because the rest of us are all within close enough yeah, yeah the real quick drive distance and so it all of those things come into into play but the biggest thing that we see uh really kind of goes back to your comment around uh, town home versus not, you know, the, the thought that I have, you know, right now, uh, since the kids have gotten, were into all their sports and all that kind of stuff, I got away from doing some of my own yard work. You know, we've got somebody that comes and mows the grass and that stuff. Uh, but in my mind, retirement always meant my ability to go out and do that work. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy keeping the yard up. Uh, and so for us, I don't know that a townhouse really right. would ever scratch that itch, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I enjoy doing that. And so I think it really goes down, comes back to what do you enjoy? And, and what, what do does a do? simpler life look like? Does simpler mean for you? Does that mean, okay, I have somebody coming to do the yard work or does simpler mean I have somebody coming to cook meals so that I can do the other things that I like to do? Like simpler doesn't mean for sure. Don't you don't do any housework or, you know, it doesn't have to mean that it's what you want what you want it to look like to look like well and uh along those lines too we have we have had a number of clients where uh kids move to different places and so we have one that uh they had kids that moved out to iowa and they wanted to be able to go out and see them and spend time with them and that stuff uh and they had actually thought about buying a home in, in iowa and really what we decided for them was it made more sense to rent a furnished apartment mm-hmm. uh, and to try it for a year. Right. You know, and so. The, How much are we actually down there? Exactly. How uh, much are we saving? Are we. Yeah. And, and is it, and is having a place that is, you know, a, a mile and a half or two miles away, is that good? Do we need to be five miles away? You know, do we see each right. other too, too much? much? Uh, or would it be better if maybe we invested and put an addition on their home mm-hmm. and had related living? Um, or should we spend money and have a house here so they can come yeah. here? You know, which way does it That's right. does it go? And so there's a lot of, as you start looking, going down that path, there are lots of ways that we can solve for those problems. The, the real question starts to become, what do I want to do and where, what do I want my lifestyle to look like? And uh, we have the same questions. It's no different than when you're younger and you're thinking about where do I live? Uh, your home and where you live is a lifestyle choice. It's not always a financial choice. Mm-hmm. If you wanted a financial choice, we can find a really crummy apartment in a really bad neighborhood. And <laughs> save you all, save kinds, all of kinds of money. money. That's right. <laughs> uh, but you might not want your kids going to that school, or, you know, that kind of stuff. And so it's the same thing as we start going into retirement. Our uh, advice is 
let's start with some of the big things. Let's start with what you want to do. Uh, do you like to ride your bike? Do you like to go for walks? Uh, do you like to go canoeing or those types of, well, if you do, then let's find a community that those things are part of that community that, uh, you've got a biking trail that is nearby, or they have maybe a, a walking club that is part of your community, or you live near a river that you can go canoeing or what, whatever you want to do. Or daily uh, outings to the mall, whatever you yeah, do. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever, you know, it's <laughs> the, uh, it, it, however, I think that uh, with the way that Amazon is, the mall comes to you now, yeah. so you don't even have to do that. Honestly, right? um, so so it's kind of starting with those big things. It's starting with what are the things that I see myself wanting to do. Uh, do I enjoy woodworking, and I want to have a wood shop? Uh, and if I do, do I want it in my garage? Do I, you know, what do I want? Uh, you know, along those lines, kind of a funny story. We had a client of ours who. Uh, was in his late 80s and his kids talked him into moving into a duplex uh, that was in a retirement community and the the people that ran the retirement community managed it uh called them and said that they had to come and talk to dad because he's making too much noise and <laughs> wild like, parties yeah like, he's like in his 80s are you kidding me like what are you talking about and so then when they went uh they found that dad had put his wood shop in his second bedroom <laughs> and so he had a he had a table saw uh, in there <laughs> yeah and uh, it fashioned some Aww. it fashioned a dust collecting uh Aww. mechanism and stuff That's so, and so sweet uh, yeah and uh and so probably should have done a little more talking and planning yeah. around those. And, Will this actually work? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so it's thinking through, you know, what do I see myself spending my time doing? Um, also thinking about, like we talked about, where's my family? Where's my church? Um, those types of things. And, and then the second question always comes up, should we think about having a second home? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know we've had previous episodes where we've talked about second homes before and, and that comes into the conversation. For example, uh, if we talk about kids and second homes and, and all that stuff, I may want to do yard work and I may want to have a wood shop and, and those types of things, but it might make more sense for me to have a place that I can just turn the key and go and I don't have to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. And then I can travel, whether it's, I want to have a second home or it's, I want to just do a lot of traveling or I want to see the kids. Uh, all of those things are how we make, start to make those decisions. Even um, at our age, Alex and I are trying to decide, so we have a second lake house it's a lot of maintenance currently. The yard work is a yeah. lot of maintenance. So we're in this spot of, okay, should we spend a little money and make the landscaping less, way less maintenance? Because currently we, we feel like, okay, we're not going because when we go, we have to all the work, uh, do all this work. Yep. So we're in this spot of, okay, do we spend a little bit of money to make this much more enjoyable when we go? Or what does that kind of look like so i feel like at all stages of your life you're kind of evaluating what do i want my life to look like and now and in the future yeah 100 percent. and one of the things that we find with with our clients is that sometimes they get too focused on this is the last move i'm going to make mm -hmm. uh and so then when they're in their say mid 60s and still have a lot of life left and a lot of energy and a lot of activity uh they're already thinking about maybe i should move into like then our advice would be focus on what you want to do and where you see yourself for the next decade or so. And then let's, let's make, make another choice. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So awesome. 
Is there anything else that I missed that you would like to talk about? I don't think so. I think think we covered it all. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. We hope you found some of this valuable. If you did, please like and subscribe our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. Until next time, be well.